listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer because you see I last long. My crew was never ever whack because he stands strong. Now if you say my style is whack, that's what you're dead wrong. I say that body and I suck, I know, then push it along. You be a fool to reply that Fife is not the man. Cause you know, and I know that you know who I am. A special shout out goes, <laughs> shout out, a special shout out piece goes out to all my pals you see. And a middle finger goes to all you punk MCs. Cause I love when you whack MCs despise me. They get vexed. I next and can't not contest me i'm just a fly and see who's five for three and very brave on job remaining because no no i'm training because i misbehave i can't correct the full effect that have my hoes a check and before i get the butt the gym must be a wreck somebody fucked up all these lyrics oh my god what white person wrote this anyway hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and Aaron. that's right we're live on a tuesday mm-hmm. um yeah in case you guys are wondering what lyrics are fucked up um it was uh a special it says a special shot of peace <laughs> a special shot of peace <laughs> that is not that is not correct at all uh it also says no job remaining no i'm chaining because i misbehave no it's no home <laughs> no home training no home training anyway uh welcome to the black Test podcast find us on itunes stitcher podomatic wherever you find different shows we appreciate everybody takes the time out we to do. do that the official weapon of the show is and an unofficial sport it's bullet ball. and bullet ball to the motherfucking extreme um and uh you know we like i said we appreciate you uh don't forget you can still go to the store and pick up items to support the show uh you can always um you know donate to the show the blackoutest.com on the right hand side of the show of the uh website right hand side is like would you like to set up a recurring donation you can choose the amount and you can do a one-time donation it's a bunch of stuff you can do that uh helps the show out you know we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that because you know not everybody has the means or the will or the time or the way you know um and we're very thankful to be able to do what we do um the way that we do it because it's important to us all right uh also um another thing you can do to support the show is check out our sexy sponsor adam and eve Mm -hmm. let me uh get a little sexy song going up in here i'll just take your time just damn it god damn it title uh adam and eve there we go is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom mm-hmm. some of y'all bedrooms is walking around unseasoned right it's looking like chicken at a white people function what's well, time to spice it up in that bedroom and you're gonna end up backing that thing up while adam and Eve backs up this promise the promise to help you out go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50% off on any item that you uh, can think of just about when you enter the offer code TBGWT at checkout. Now, that right there is a mama slapping deal. Yes, it is. But it's not enough for our listeners. Oh, no. They greedy. Mm. They want more. In addition to your 50% off, they also hook you up with the big O kit. And the O don't stand for Oprah. Ah! Mm-hmm. Don't we all love the big O? Not just the anime, but the orgasm is what I'm talking about, guys. 
well they're gonna give you a big old kit that includes exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator and then you go home ahead and uh put that thing on all the parts that like vibration i mean come on guys self-explanatory <laughs> uh in addition to that they also give your entire order shipping it to you for free so that's half off the big old kit free shipping all you gotta do is put in code tbgwt when it's time to check out pick out a new adult toy pick out some nice lingerie pick out uh whatever whatever thing you can think of video whatever pick that out put in code tbgwt and reap all them benefits y'all spice up your bedroom okay put some nutmeg on it some brown sugar some cinnamon spice it up in there put some some regular butter not just margarine ah okay don't just put salt and pepper in your bedroom Mm-mm. no that's not enough that's not enough come on now you was pick that out, out. <laughs> you know we see them we see them white people facebook videos where they have recipes and they just put salt and pepper on the meat no <laughs> right don't do that to your to your vaginas and penises uh, whatever other random parts i don't know about I'd be like, that shit looks so dull Mm-mm. put some uh Put some, put, some it. It. put some sage on it. Put some sage on it. Get some good stuff out of oregano. Use some of those spices in the middle that nobody use. I know use the ones you can't pronounce. Right. Y'all know which one I'm talking about. All right. Play me out, Avant. Let's get into the show. <laughs> that'll make you. That'll make you dance in your chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what is going on out here in the world. Do I have any regular news to talk about? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I guess I do. I guess I do. Some things happened. Um, remember when Bob was di- was beefing with Neil deGrasse Tyson? Bob is the rapper. Mm-hmm. Bob. Talking about the flat world, flat. Yeah, he said the world was flat and. Neil deGrasse Tyson, black science man that he is, was like, nigga, you stupid. Come on, you is. Well, technically, B.O.B. is trying to raise enough money, create a GoFundMe page to prove to him that the world is in fact curved. His plan, I would like to send one, if not multiple satellites, as far into space as I can, or into orbit as I can find the curve, said, he said, a promotional video for the campaign on Monday. I'm really, I'm looking for the curve. I can only hope that women are curving him so that we don't have to have any more of him in the bloodline. Of note, there's approximately 1,456 operational satellites in orbit around the Earth, according to a Union of Concerned Scientists survey from earlier this month, and innumerable photos and videos taken during the launching and subsequent spaceflight of said satellites, which will support that the planet is round. Okay, look, we can already have have gone into extreme detail on all the scientific information showing the planet is roughly spherical, uh, more accurately in the ellipsoid, but given that B.O.B. has now been on the flat earth beat for well over a year, perhaps some of sort of physical demonstration of the laws of physics in order, uh, is in order so we can just all move along this path already? It ain't gonna matter. So far, he's raised only $581 of his $200,000 goal no wonder you believe in the flat earth you really thought you was gonna get two hundred thousand dollars out of human beings so you can know some shit we already all know what you gonna do the water is wet test next <laughs> yeah i'm starting to go find me uh to see that if all my friends jump off a bridge if i jump off a bridge 
uh i want three million dollars uh, just let's just I'm find out. Go find me. The air is invisible. Mm. I want a sky's blue uh, GoFundMe. Okay, I'm gonna need four hundred thousand dollars <laughs> in order to get the proper uh, medical glasses and LASIK surgery and all that stuff, so I can look at the sky and see what color is it really. You know, because we really don't know. I've only been seeing it my over my head for my whole life. You know, <sighs> so anyway um with 581 dollars you actually can find out um if you have uh if the world is flat though that's not that's actually enough money ah yeah seriously fortunately popular mechanics noted that the raw materials are sending a camera up 17 and a half miles 28 kilometers into the stratosphere using a balloon as a group of mit students did in 2009 would cost as little as 150 dollars he could send several then at that price point bob could already launch four missions if he threw in 20 dollars of his own money uh alternatively he could spend the extra money on a better camera photos from the 2009 flight are certainly taken from high up to capture the curvature of the planet is not necessarily very well uh bob raised closer to if he raised closer to a thousand dollars he'd be able to afford a much higher definition series of images such as those captured by a pair of florida students in 2015 mm. a more recent university Leicester project seen below did not have a, a listed cost but certainly much less than two hundred thousand dollars and it took it's a picture over the clouds of uh the curvature of the earth can we see hell no you can't see shit <laughs> okay uh i'm starting to go fund me for y'all to see this shit mm-hmm. it's gonna be four hundred thousand dollars if y'all want to mm-hmm. see the picture on the screen mm-hmm. you ain't on my other com- mm-hmm. side of my computer i'm not giving you shit well see this is why i believe it's a flat earth and until i get some money i can't i refuse to acknowledge that uh mm-hmm. that it's not flat mm-hmm. you might need to get divorced then it's your fault okay oh that's um, beautiful yeah i'll try to make it bigger because I think it's a whole video. I'm not going to show the whole video, obviously. It's the launch of the balloon. Ooh, the thing got high fast. And I guess it's sad, man. People got to do this just to be like, hey, guys, so the earth is round. Ooh, yeah. it's going to make you dizzy. Yeah, you, you can't fall off of it. Guys, it's not flat. We have to have balloons to show you. Right. We don't go to the edge and just tip over. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Let me see if I can get this higher. Oh, that's beautiful. Because even airplanes. You know, white people made this just music. Why would, what would it have if it was black people? Just shake that ass and let me see what you got. Now shake that ass, bitch. I don't think so, Karen. <laughs> uh, this music gonna put you to sleep. So that's it coming up through the clouds. There it is. Curvature of the earth. Look how beautiful that looks. And BLB don't believe in that. Oh, that's beautiful. BLB just thinks it's a flat, flat planet. Mm-hmm. 
so there you guys go yeah even airplanes fly in curves like everything is curved when it's going around oh my god idiots Mm -hmm. uh see what else is going on um oh cardi b has the number one song in the in the world uh over taylor swift that's what i'm talking about so you know i love me some cardi b yeah cardi b is dope man uh i think it's uh you know the song is dope more importantly than anything mm-hmm. it's funny i was walking into that apartment today and uh two white girls that live above us i heard them one of them being like singing the lyrics to to that shit and i was mm-hmm. like that's so wild um how how you know because you can't be number one without white people listening to you come on you know? so it's like damn white people really fuck with that song mm-hmm. you just never know and that song go hard i re- i have been a fan of cardi b's for a long time and i think she is one of the few people on love and hip-hop that was actually bigger than the show mm-hmm. you know and you know how they be like everybody got an album and you hear like three snippets while they in their confession booth no she actually was like in fact i'm out i'm gonna go make some real music y'all stress me out Holla. right um well it's funny because um once you get to that point you also become a target for people yes you know um but uh i think people end up trying to kind of take shots at you and analyzing you in a way that you weren't before Correct. because you know she came from love and hip-hop and before that stripper on instagram mm-hmm. and people kind of latched on to her because it's internet culture you know right. you, you, you see something you like and i think what happens is because of that people have to start rationalizing why they like somebody right. as opposed to just liking and rooting for somebody and leaving it at that that's how i feel about her like i've i've always i've enjoyed her i've enjoyed her from ever you know because i know there's some people that have been cardi b's fans for a very very long time i didn't get introduced to her till you know after she was on love and hip-hop right so you know for me you know a lot of the stuff was coming out afterwards and i'm like i don't give care if she is stripping in fact that make it cooler to me like i i'm i am here for all her uh shenanigans and shit like that like i have always just enjoyed her for being herself you right. know and i think that that's right a lot of a lot and also i think a lot of peer pressure too like a lot of outside forces and things like that you know because uh i know i got braces and things like that but i know a lot of people used to joke her about her mouth so eventually she had work done to her mouth you know stuff like that so you know you do actually hear what people are saying Mm -hmm. you know but i do think that um i'm happy for her you know i am head over heels happy you know for her and what she's doing and what she's accomplishing yeah i i think um it's funny because i'm i've been i haven't said shit honestly because i i understand it's not that big a deal and i and it also uh it's one of those things where people can't cancel folks like no they can't you know people make a big deal out of the whole cancel culture and dragging people and shit but honestly like they don't really have much power you know all the things that people claim they're gonna cancel or boycott just continue to exist yes it does you know all the way from r kelly to the breakfast club to fucking uh little duvall you know like even people that don't have that big of platforms that people swear you know it's time to it's time to do this and i think it's like a social media thing and Mm -hmm. we absorb it because we see it you know like you see people let me tell you about your fave or whatever and and it makes you kind of go like well damn i mean you know why are we trying to do this um to so-and-so or whatever but it's like at the same time what are they really doing 
you know whether they're right or wrong you know the way that they see things it doesn't really change much you know um and certain people are just kind of like that's their brand on shit like mm-hmm. i break down like it's like this if you break everything from like this kind of black academic lens you can do that with everything whether it's insecure or cardi b whether it's um you know uh your favorite rapper or your your favorite uh movie or your least favorite whatever and i think also there's this part of internet culture that's very much like y'all and by by y'all i mean like some people view their platform as i'm constantly kind of talking to or at people right you know like can we have a discussion about but it's not really them having a discussion it's them Mm telling you how they feel about something but framing it like it's it's not really like they want to discuss it Mm -mm. um or hashtag like y'all do this and it's a way of putting yourself ahead of other folks to be like you know look at me telling y'all whatever um but uh yeah one of the things with cardi b that's happening is people are bringing up her old tweets you know uh that she called people cockroaches and stuff and they're saying that that's a form of colorism she was calling dark-skinned people cockroaches um i know apparently she's also referred to herself as a cockroach so i don't know if that i don't really i think people kind of cherry pick out what they want to what fits their thesis and what doesn't Mm -hmm. so you know there's that thing then there's uh she's not really black she's a latina um that thing that's popping up now I heard that one. yeah um the uh uh you know which is weird because you can be both right right you, know? you can be both then there's uh today i saw one where azalea banks of all people was talking about how colorism is what made cardi b you know famous or popular or what that's why she blew up and other people didn't which uh colorism is one of those weird things because i you know it, it permeates everything yes, you, it you can't say that it doesn't matter Correct. but at the same time i it's not the sole source of all the the good and the bad that happen to people some people like azalea banks didn't blow up because azalea banks self-sabotages every 15 minutes she says or does something that arose all the positive will people have towards her and if you want to just kind of be on that train eventually you end up having to apologize for shit she's doing every five minutes or ignoring her inconsistent like hypocritical takes and shit so like she that has nothing to do with colorism and so for i, I guess for me when it comes to uh azalea banks is one of those things where i look at the source and i go oh no 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 for coming from you i i I just have to dismiss it because you go, oh, it's not coming from a good place coming from you. Right. And I mean, I like I said, it's, I don't think you can separate it, Mm-mm. honestly, because colorism does affect things. It does, yes. you know, but I think it's that internet thing where people are celebrating her having her number one hit for the first time that a, a woman, a rapper of color has had that shit since Lauren Hill did it. And then it's, it's timing because other people come in to shit on the party specifically and be like oh y'all fave oh y'all so colorism don't and and instead of being calling it what it is to be you can't really just be like why the fuck are y'all hating right now because that's like the bad thing to say now but it's like it's obviously looking at the timing clearly like she was brought up and people were celebrating her and you want to bring it down a notch you woke up today like i'm gonna stop this party and the thing is you can't 
the same way no one can stop folks from complaining no one can stop them from partying no you know it's and it's one of those things where i've been seeing this happen for weeks i've been hesitant to even really talk about it because i don't care that much you know what i mean to be like it's i don't have a lot of conviction one way or the other like i like her song Mm -hmm. she seems like a funny person that's about it for me i don't really measure her value in goodness or badness as a person no me either i think it was kind of weird when people start describing these like uh intersectional woke black feminist shit to her because she didn't ask for that and Mm -hmm. she didn't study that she didn't go to school for that she's not claiming to represent that and a lot of times when you put people on a pedestal like that they will let you down but more importantly other people want to tear them off that pedestal you know like because now it's saying something about you and not them right like oh you say uh so-and-so is woke well let me tell you why they not you know and the critique is with human beings everyone can be critiqued so once you get to a certain level uh of any person they're not going to pass whatever test it is like they just keep raising the bar you know i remember just a couple years ago people were and they probably still do it i just don't really see it much but uh until beyonce really came out with like uh uh lemonade um and specifically um uh you know um the video with kendrick lamar and the halftime performance People used to always they used to be like she, she ain't black enough right and they, i mean and the thing is they don't know and they don't care and that's the thing like it's whatever fits the argument but it was a lot of like she ain't black enough even though she never she was never an all lives matter person she never said but you know uh, she's she's a cap she's just a capitalist like like all the rest of us not living in a system where we are forced to do what we got to do to pay our bills like like we can change the entire system of the economy by ourselves one person like it doesn't matter if you have all the money in the world you can't change the fucking economy to non-capitalists you know um people got mad and said she wasn't giving back turns out she was giving back to very pro-black clauses and then they say well she's just doing that for publicity even though she never publicized it so other people came out with it she didn't even say nothing but it's that kind of thing where it's like am i not supposed to call you a hater is that like are we past that now like is is every critique valid is everybody coming from a good place with it because no. some of this shit is hating yes it is yes. and it's hard to to met because it's like i have to detract from whatever you were able to do with something because it's like unless you're trying to say um every uh body that like all my success is from this thing then what is the matter of parsing it really because we're not going to be able to separate how much of this is she's light-skinned and how much of this is she's engaging charismatic funny and, and able to rap like how how are we gonna be able to parse those two things and i think it's messy and muddy and because we can't people engage in that shit and they get fighting you know i saw people go fight fighting back and forth for weeks now and it's all kind of corny to me so i just didn't participate in it but i said something about it today because i was like damn really she had to know this is a momentous occasion and azalea banks a certified hater why are we giving her country like that you know what i mean like why is she able to come in and disrupt this conversation but i guess on a bigger level she's just doing what a lot of people do with their social media accounts all day which is oh this thing is being talked about i'm not a fan so let me tell y'all why it's fucked up because because i can't stay silent i can't just be like oh well she had a good day and it's, it's her team partying and 
good for those that crew it's like no i have to take you down a peg um so it was just it was just weird to see that shit today yeah and uh for, for me it, it becomes very it becomes very frustrating um because it's one of those things where it's it's layers to it uh it's a black woman so everybody got to come out and say something about the black woman the black woman can't just have her shine she just can't have a day she just can't enjoy it somebody got to say something either the people that don't like her or the men that don't like women or the feminists uh that feel like she doesn't fit my type of feminism um and it's one of those things where anytime a black woman party about particular people you get these people coming out the woodworks and because it's not my job nor do i care about siphoning through the haters and not like for me i just dismiss it in my mind like that's how i function particularly being uh, a fan of beyonce because any goddamn thing that beyonce do and everybody's cheering you, you your timeline immediately is flooded by people who don't have shit to say about it's people who didn't have a goddamn thing to say about cardi b never 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 ain't watched the show don't do shit but the second she became number one he at the woodworks and then you get mad when people are like bitch where you come from you ain't never said shit now you decide to speak up you know what else it is though it's also the fact that a lot of people that started celebrating her they were in that group of people that's always criticizing folks so that's what a lot of this was you know what i mean because because it's like now you stand out in the crowd because you always got something to say about every other celebrity you don't fuck with you always on their ass about every they gotta get every comment right they gotta none of these motherfuckers even went to college but they gotta somehow have graduated with the correct you know pro blackness the correct uh feminism the correct like everything they gotta be on point they gotta know the right geopolitical uh discussions to have they gotta know who's who's right to support in the palestinian uh israel uh discussion like they gotta know everything and if they don't know it's like we get like people gotta get on their ass all day and and people pick and choose who they do that shit to and i think in a way the reaction is that it's well you're in my crew of people and you're always hypercritical on everybody like any celebrity thing you're analyzing and writing something about it telling people how important it is or not important it is whatever and then this bitch comes along and you and you cool with her and it's like how dare you betray me so now i gotta go and point out that you know i gotta become the hater quote unquote to point out to you that you can't be out here liking nobody you know it's one of the reasons i yeah. normally don't talk about what i like on social media Me either i don't talk about what i not too quick about what i like right or what i love or what i enjoy uh because those things are not up for debate they're not up for discussion i did I, i'm not putting this out in the air for you to change my mind i'm not putting this out in the air for you to to voice your dismay i put it out of air because i i'm like is this makes me happy hey y'all this makes me happy and with social media no matter what it is and even if even even if their intentions aren't this i just feel like you just come and smack the ice cream comb at my hand and i'm like well i'm just saying i like it well goddamn you know and 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 see then it starts to fight you know so i'm like you know what fuck it i'm not sharing you know every now and then i do but nothing like i used to and people don't realize that you know for a lot of people uh a lot of people on social media are just negative. Everything about them is negative. Everything they tweet, everything they say, everything is to tear stuff down. Everybody ain't good enough. Nobody's smart enough. Nobody gets the right color. Nobody, 
can do not a goddamn thing right you know and 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 a lot of people that's their platform like for some people they right. have built a platform right that's that's their thing that's their stick you know that's how they make money that's how they cash checks for some people is by just being just negative all uh the time and yeah. i don't function like that yeah that's also one taking her old tweets that she had when she got in an argument with somebody and being like look at this shit and it's like wait a minute i've seen you get in twitter arguments with people and say rude shit are we holding rude shit against cardi fucking b is that like is so i guess we can't fuck with bodak yellow because you don't like that she told a fan uh go fuck off because you know because it's some tweet or whatever like i'm not saying that 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 you can't fuck with it or yet you have to fuck with it but it's interesting because i've seen you say fucked up shit you know what i mean like it's just it's just wild where the lines are lines are drawn um but you know obviously i'm not really upset about it and i'm not really saying that she needs to even be defended i really don't think she does nope and if she's wrong she's wrong because honestly it's not that big a deal she was functioning however all this time and people think you're supposed to get on whatever on is and somehow turn it to this new person i think people haven't truly grasped the humanity of of celebrities like they still think that there's a like i get everything that i got by being myself and being this person and being outspoken and 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 charismatic and all this shit and then i'm supposed to reach a magical plateau of fame it's not like she put this single out and went this is the number one hit in the country Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be the first woman of color to have a number one rap single since lauren hill she didn't know all this shit was coming her way so to her it's still like oh this is a blessing this is cool this is fun i can't believe this shit it's coming from a what a success and then for other people outside they're like bitch it's time to hire some pr people you better stop doing this you know because she's getting attention now in a way that you know uh that that they expect her to somehow just gain wokeness or be measured through that lens now that you know before this people were just celebrating her being on fucking love and hip-hop and telling rich dollars to stop cheating like that we went from that to you know like is colorism the real reason she's a you're like okay i you know if, if that's what it takes you know but it's just interesting mm-hmm. she put a video on instagram of her uh celebrating hey y'all this how your face look you know what i'm saying it's been a very motherfucking emotional day for me son and i just want to say thank you everybody thank you for making this happen thank you to um to barty gang for downloading 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 to my friends my family for reposting it to all these artists that have been showing me so much love and um to all these radio personalities like thank you so much like this shit is so crazy like sheesh I you know what to say motherfuckers like uh, I just I can't I can't I can't even cry anymore I can't do it to myself Thank you guys so much for everything. Ow! <laughs> she in the airport. She in the airport surrounded by these white people that don't know who the fuck Cardi B is. Right, and just hollering. They looking like, what the fuck? Bunch of white businessmen sitting around like, who the fuck is this bitch hollering? Yeah, I'm just trying to get to D.C. by 12 o'clock. Right. Um, meanwhile, Zelia Banks being sued for unpaid credit card bills. So. Come on. We'll see what happens there. Um, 
but yeah i don't know it was just interesting and some of these conversations i say for this space specifically because i don't feel like having them on social media because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know um people say a lot of shit just from an angle of either um trying to get with with that like that wave almost or trying to um or just having to comment on something because it's happening and it's popular so everybody's talking about it so i have to talk about it and you know i'm like yeah like i said i watched this shit for weeks and was just like uh, hopefully this goes away soon because none of it was like an actual crisis it was all like let's dig up her old tweets it was the same thing they do to everybody you know they did it to trevor noah trevor noah just got an extension to be the daily show host till like 2022 or some shit like you know they just do it to everybody and honestly uh one of the best realizations i had was just that people can't nobody gets canceled and a lot of people that claim to be able to do that shit they don't do it to anybody they can't they can't get it done you know even when they're able to get somebody um like taken off of a platform or something they just morph into something they just be they don't go away they Mm -hmm. just do something else right you know people got so so happy about glenn beck and bill o'reilly and they just doing something else now and actually making more money uh fucking um rush limbaugh people been talking about getting him out the air like for decades yeah some of these people they just gonna pop up somewhere else they'll be fine um so once i realized that i just stopped caring but yeah i can't help but notice some of the hypocrisy when i see it like okay uh let's see what else is happening um hurricane maria maria uh washed up two naval mines onto the shore of north carolina beaches holy shit yep um shit out there blowing up in the water uh not blowing no just washing it up on shore the first mine was of no threat to the public it was discovered on wellhead beach around 7 a.m it was just a training mine no threat it's a mine they didn't say about the second mine though well they said a training mine so maybe it doesn't explode oh okay you know well um, shit i don't care it was really fake i'm like i'm out yeah that's crazy though um so somebody's gonna be out there swimming and fuck around and blow themselves up i mean so. i don't know if that's how it works or not karen <laughs> i don't know if that's how it works to be honest with you oh so so it was further out and if i it washed in the shore it washed it onto the beach yeah you could, oh. they took a picture of it you can see it there it was crazy uh saudi arabia agrees to let women drive uh, it'll take place in 10 months i think right now um they just say like you can get uh licenses or something uh but it ends a long-standing policy that has become a global symbol of repression of women in the ultra conservative kingdom the change which will take effect in june of next year was announced on state television and is in a simultaneous media event in washington the decision highlights the damage that the no driving policy has done to the kingdom's international reputation and the hopes for a public relations benefit from the reform so there's a chance of uh there's a, a case of shame kind of working on some on a kind on a, on a, on a country because mm-hmm. i mean that's literally what they're saying if they say that look our reputation took a hit we're just doing this like they don't cite any you know just like yeah they're doing we it. just tired of people talking shit about us it maybe like, it does work yeah sometimes. they was like damn every time we go somewhere they ask about y'all bitches driving damn are you happy now world they can drive right that's basically what they saying we don't really care in fact we want to actually keep the policy in place but we tired of every time we go out to a meeting can they drive every time we go on an airplane can they drive we just tired of y'all asking 
right so that's that's what i heard from jimmy from your statement um some said that it was an inappropriate in saudi uh culture for women to drive or that male drivers would not know how to handle having women in cars next to them we have made so many policies that are anti-woman about men it's always that men can't do it we can't have women go to school can't have women work in the office can't have women wear certain clothes and yet men don't want to be labeled as trash not all men right you can function just like normal we will like we are a society that that literally passes laws because we say a man couldn't handle this the entire argument against the transgender bathroom law is that straight men can't handle the idea that uh they can be allowed access into a women's bathroom without raping them but yet if you say men are trash everybody jumps up and gets offended how does it, how do those two things we we <laughs> we want to strike down title nines sexual assault uh rights for victims uh and also the uh, uh, uh they also have rights for the accused by the way a lot of people don't talk about that part mm-hmm. but we want to strike those laws down because we're like well listen men can't handle all these rules like why why are you even coming to school with these men you know what's up why are you being in the proximity of men but yet at the same time those are things that we make women trash for not men it's amazing really it's amazing i can't handle a one i look over what if i look over and she's driving a car with her titties what i'm supposed to do not rape her i mean i'm just a man <laughs> it did it did it's crazy because then, then i see a tweet men are trash fuck that shit see this is what's wrong with y'all feminists fucking up the world ah get the fuck out of here y'all hate men i mean when you hate somebody if they told you you can't drive a car because if you drove a car next to them they might have to do something to you they couldn't concentrate anymore you can't sit next to them on a plane because how they supposed to not do something you can't wear certain clothing because how they not supposed to do something to you come on you know it's crazy man anyway good luck uh a mystery and, oh yeah go ahead and it wouldn't surprise me after they pass this law i bet your stuff shitting in the economy is gonna change because all of a sudden women gonna be able to get around women gonna be able to hopefully get more jobs and shit they couldn't get to because they didn't have they couldn't drive you know and shit like that like it's uh women actually make a difference in the economy like <laughs> i don't know why people don't understand this like we're fucking 50 percent of the goddamn world and people act like nah shit y'all do don't matter mm-hmm. um yeah just wow mystery spokesman claims mad pooper jogger who was busted defecating outside colorado homes has a traumatic brain injury following gender reassignment surgery so this is a story that was going around a couple of days ago about somebody was running through i think it was colorado and pooping on this one lawn specifically mm-hmm. and everybody had they had pictures over and like y'all seen this person find them and stop them right well the jogger dubbed the mad pooper after she was busted defecating on front lawns in colorado neighborhood is not at fault because she has traumatic brain injury caused by gender reassignment surgery according to her mysterious spokesman is that even a thing that is true and can you get a brain injury from gender reassignment surgery i, 
I don't know, and but uh, and but and or can't you go to a regular ass bathroom? Like I don't understand this. I mean, they have right. How do you diapers? I don't understand this. How do you exist in the world all the other times that you're not jogging? And why is it just a certain person's line? An unidentified man claiming to be a family representative of the woman said the jogger wanted to apologize but added she couldn't help it because she could no longer control her bowels. The man refused to identify himself or the jogger in a series of since-removed YouTube videos he posted online. He also declined to verify he was speaking on the jogger's behalf. He claimed the woman's actions were no different than breastfeeding in public. That's not the same. Come on, man come on come on buddy that's not the same i know it's a bodily function but you know it's fucking different you can't just like take a shit on a table at a restaurant and be like what so, really you're the ones who be ashamed of yourselves it's a natural bodily function <laughs> that would be hilarious someone tried to make that case while shitting in the ihop listen all assholes aren't for sexual pleasure just like all breasts aren't for sexual pleasure sometimes i just had to use a bodily function at the table i understand you eating that ihop y'all already eating worse than what i'm shitting out that's 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 not it's not the that's not the same police in colorado springs on the lookout for the mad pooper after the family spotted the woman with her pants down outside their home two months ago kathy bud said her children were the ones to catch the jogger mid squat and ran in screaming to tell her they were all like there's a lady taking a poop so i come outside and i'm talking and i'm like are you serious are you uh really taking a poop right here in front of my kids she said she's like yeah sorry bud said she thought it was just a one-time thing the woman will have been too embarrassed to show her face again but she said the jogger has been back once a week to defecate <laughs> once a week now you per- you're y'all purposely gotta, doing this y'all gotta get a pit bull uh once a week to defecate mm-hmm. uh despite there being public restrooms in a nearby park right so obviously you passing past the bathroom that's my thing but it's gonna mess up her time karen the part the the the, the, the bathroom ain't on her route mm-hmm. okay she gotta she gotta get her time right every morning well, she said the jogger, uh, oh yeah, the woman also always has paper towels tucked away in her tights, according to the shocked family. I put a sign on the wall that was like, please, I'm begging you, please stop. She ran by like 15 times yesterday and she still pooped. <laughs> that means you watched her 15 times. Why don't you just knock her ass upside the head or call the police or something? Police urged Bud to take photos of the woman in a bid to track her down. The jogger could face indecent exposure and public defecation charges if she is caught man that that's a sad and situation you're purposely doing that and this is very insulting there's a lot of people that get to have transgender surgery and stuff like that like what does that have to do with this yeah action? i don't understand what gender reassignment surgery would have to do but i don't know enough about it i know you take hormones and stuff and it's right. not as simple as Mm-mm. uh you know some snip snip type shit but Correct. at the same time uh and it's an unidentified mysterious friend of the family that won't show his face so and how is this person i i don't know i guess maybe it gives us hope for society as a you can take pictures of people and there's a chance nobody will track them down i mean i thought i thought we were past that i thought we had the minority report stage of Not quite. if i take a picture of your ass and put it on the internet we'll know who you are by 5 30 no that that see that said that's white twitter black twitter is a csi investigation they have your name and address and telephone them for lunchtime yeah i i don't know but uh hopefully they get to the bottom of this shit <laughs>
Um, a couple got married at Costco. They said it just made sense. Oh, was well, that in the sampler section? I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> the sampler section? Yeah, Costco. That's how, that's who catered it? Yeah, <laughs> Costco, Costco's and Sam's have like the free, co- the free sampler section. People go there for lunch all the time and get full. Yeah, yeah, that's what it could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, y'all just wanted a jumbo cake for, but have to say, you ain't got to break, you ain't got to take it to the place. Make the cake right here. Right. Uh, and I, I, it'll be brought, it'll be catered by uh, these microwave wiener dogs. Come on, everybody get one. Up, oh, nope, no, no skipping the line. No two turns. Mm-hmm. Sue Berkeley and Eli Bob, an Australian couple with a real love for buying things in bulk, tried to not on Saturday at a place the bride calls a place that I love, their local Costco. Did they tell Costco? I'm assuming they did. I hope so the store in the sydney suburb of Kasula was a natural choice for the couple's venue because as the pair say they spend a lot of time shopping there maybe uh, i wonder if you get married in publics if they uh if they have to take everybody's stuff back out to the car do you get a discount no doubt that no publics don't have discounts <laughs> they don't have a reward program costco does does she buy her dress in bulk uh the initial well the bridesmaid dresses maybe come on the initial idea of the wedding was meant to be a bit of a joke berkeley told a current affair i've got a big family and so does he and i wondered how were we going to do it then i thought i should get married at costco because i'm here all the time so it just made sense i wonder when you get that invite it's just like uh do you have to i mean do i have to catch a plane to fly out to be in your costco wedding because i feel like that's too much <laughs> anything over <laughs> uber and i had to opt out ha 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 ah could you imagine them invites we would like to welcome you to costco you know this they gotta be white niggas were like these niggas invi- does, does it say costco come over here boy get my glasses get my glasses boy that's it costco's uh people took pictures of the wedding some of these people look like customers i don't think they're dressed to be in a wedding i don't know what's mm-mm, going on mm-mm. They was like, every- look, i'm here for the dollar 50 hot dogs I've seen everything now. Wedding at Costco. Hmm. All the guests appear to be white. They haven't shown the groom and the bride, but a lot of white guests. Yeah, they're not shutting their store for your wedding. They might give you a section. I mean, it's a big-ass box store, but they ain't shutting the whole store down. To Berkeley's son, Josh, who walked her down the aisle, the checkout aisle, or the, like, <laughs> do no. you take this woman and nine items or less? Ha, 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 ha! Did they push you on that little roller cart thing for the jumbo shit? <laughs> will, you, <laughs> will you be promised to be by her side in discount and full price? <laughs> <laughs> in coupon and retail. In <laughs> uh, <laughs> aisle number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl, when I first met you in toiletries. Yes! I thought to myself. Because the shit ain't labeled, so yes. <laughs> I thought to myself, now this is a woman that can help me find the frozen food department because I'm lost. Come on. Come on. When I walked by and I seen you looking at that tide, I said, that's a woman that I know going to keep my clothes clean. I can never imagine going to the gardening department without you. Oh. Never, because I would never be found again. Really, though. Really, though. It's, it's like a jungle out there. <laughs> uh, her son walked her down the aisle, said she loves this place so much, and she's here all the time. 
it's like a second home oh god i'm getting choked up <laughs> this is us that come out to nine i'm already crying guys <laughs> As the, lo- as the local news station nine news reported the couple's wedding was attended by 90 of their family and friends and 200 confused shoppers <laughs> <laughs> i know people coming in like, right. what the fuck is this like am i supposed to sit up there and and pretend that this isn't happening right like they might have music and shit going on people yeah that's what i was gonna like, say what? is the like that's what i was gonna say like is the um is 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 the whole foods music playing as well yes it is like is it is it like su su studio and, and then also they still trying to do a wedding Here or is it like the ride. yeah or does all the music turn into <laughs> we got a spill on aisle nine <laughs> Uh, we gonna need somebody to get to the toiletries department. Uh, Al Nine, let's get to the toiletries department. I know, but uh, Costco's uh, shoppers, we want you to know we got a sale on baked weenies back here on Al Number Six. Baked weenies, they're delicious. Come get you a sampler back in Al Number Nine. We'll be here all day. Uh, excuse me, everybody. Uh don't forget there is uh there is a sale in the whole in the uh, produce department make sure you walk around the wedding okay you'll see a procession of people all dressed up just walk around the wedding and go straight to produce we got two for one uh back here corn i know be like um yeah if you oh sorry go ahead be like yeah if you lost a child a child is back here at aisle number three he keeps saying mama. I don't think he knows his mama's name. If you've lost a child, they back here at aisle number three. <laughs> if you lost a child that's holding flowers and a ring, uh, he says that he is supposed to be in the wedding. He's looking for his mama. Uh, so if you guys can come pick him up, he is over here at the customer checkout, uh, <laughs> customer service. Oh man uh <laughs> i wonder if people was at the wedding like yeah man and, uh did you see that sale on charcoal because i'm gonna get me two two bags on my way out you know what i'm saying oh, no. <laughs> what's your wedding gift shit you got this extra bag of charcoal it's two for one I'm for real <laughs> you gonna need it uh as a local news station nine news reported the couple's wedding was attended by da, da, da. okay while onlookers mosey by berkeley and bob's ceremony took place under an indoor trellis adorned with flowers next to tables covered with white tablecloths and scattered rose petals that is pretty though man i better not have to get you no sophisticated ass gift i know that much all my gifts better be in bulk right what'd you get me 20 hot pockets you're welcome wonderful <laughs> you ain't got to worry about no last minute gifts all of everybody walk in there and start buying that shit on the spot i got you 160 pizza rolls okay get these home oh, yeah! get these home before they unfreeze you're welcome <laughs> i love you i will see you monday at work yes i bought you the bulk towels they had mm-hmm. them on sale so you can wash your ass you're welcome the honeymoon will be at the la quinta inn ah! <laughs> the honeymoon will be held at goodwill it's gonna be a good time uh invitees were treated to pizza hot dogs bulgogi rolls fountain soda and wedding cake all of which costs about ten dollars per head that works out to just eight dollars usd a far cry from the average 68 dollars per person in the united states let me tell you something 
Ooh, that's a deal if i have eight dollars worth of shit that i get from your wedding don't don't be expecting no good gift oh no no you ain't getting no good gift what you get me uh a power ranger <laughs> that's what they had in the in the in the kids section 6.95 equal yeah. exchange yeah that's why when people be like look and not and that's six that's the average and a lot of people be spending like hundreds of dollars per head that's why they be like look we gonna take cash and the good shit i i made a registry for a reason do Don't i gotta get fitted for your wedding do i gotta get a tux i gotta rent some shit for you this better, eight dollars worth of you better hot pockets and motherfucking uh sheet cake right for this i gotta for uh jimmy uh, not jimmy johns for those um those breakfast sandwiches that you microwave i gotta give up uh get get a hundred dollar tux for this Mm-mm. i don't think so i don't think so either uh as magical points out the couple may be the maybe oh well there's some other people that did this before in california they're just the first australian couple to do it Mm-mm. a traveler who refused to give device passwords to the police was found guilty of obstruction in the uk court that sets a bad precedent yes it does police make you have to give up your passwords i mean we just talked about that police officer is going through women's phones and sending naked pictures of them and shit to himself and right. his friends like that seems like a lot of shit i gotta give up to the police dog come on uh yeah they reaffirmed the power for state agents to use sweeping counterterrorism legislation to require travelers hand over the passwords for their digital devices for their contents to be searched at borders a london court today found muhammad robinie guilty of willingly obstructing the police by failing to hand over device passwords and the mm-hmm. pin code for a smartphone yep. after he was detained in the uk uh airport sounds like he brown yeah. he's brown he was like this is what you ain't gonna do he's an international director of cage and advocacy organization for communities impacted by western counterterrorism policies he says he had been returning from a business trip to the middle east last year when he was detained in question he declined to provide his passwords because he said he wanted to protect sensitive information provided to cage by a client who had been subjected to torture the intercept has reported at some length on the case after the same counterterrorism legislation was was used in 2013 to detain david miranda oh, that's ironic miranda writes david miranda anyway the partner i know it's the uk they don't have it oh, anyway uh, the partner the intercept co-founder and investigative journalist glenn greenwald who had been in contact with the nsa whistleblower eric snowden edward snowden uh in that case uk authorities seized journalistic material stored on a hard drive being carried through a uk airport by miranda apparently conflating journalism and terrorism uh the law um has been used by uk authorities to force people to provide access keys to their digital devices it's schedule seven on the terrorism act 2000 uh which is supposed to be used solely to determine whether a person is directly involved in the commission preparation or instigation of acts of terrorism right so they attack people they think are terrorists right it sounds like they attack journalists and people not that they think are terrorists but people they they they're probably very loosely interpreting interpreting the instigation of acts of terrorism correct so if i'm a journalist investigating the government's counterterrorism measures they can come in at me and be like well you've been talking to people that we accuse of being terrorists and we want to look at all your shit now so it's not even just about getting the terrorists and this is the same thing that happened with the patriot act Mm -hmm. like there was so much tremendous political pressure there's never going to be a moment like that again unless we get attacked by another country but you're just not going to get these moments and uh, it's so funny man uh much like the star wars prequels uh that shit is art imitating life and vice versa like 
you give everybody a big enough threat they'll let you do whatever they you need to do which is how the empire comes to be is mm-hmm. because they essentially gave them this threat like listen they, these these clones these uh these uh drones are coming to kill us all this army of people is gonna oh it's an evil army out there guys we gotta fight them and then everybody was like oh shit we gotta we gotta do something and then bam you hand over all the the power that you have politically and that's what happened with the patriot act essentially we had 9-11 and then it was a time where everyone decided everyone just decided the most uh one of the most foolish bullheaded presidents we had and george w bush people decided oh no we have to unite behind this guy and they passed the act that no president's really gonna stop no no congress ever gonna stop you know at this point we're so scared of the idea of terrorism and we just don't because that kind of terrorism doesn't happen often we're gonna more likely than not end up using that shit on people that are just citizens that have been targeted for whatever reason we're gonna use that shit on activists we're gonna use that shit on journalists right and that's what it seems to be happening in the uk right now you're using this shit on journalists and uh like using shit on people that are like well i'm actually an activist and i'm investigating the way to counterterrorism. well now you're an enemy of counterterrorism. so yes i want your phone and if you don't give it to me you can go to jail how does that seem okay uh i mean what if they find evidence of overstepping their bounds and they delete it off your phone because they decide look your ass can't have this like it's wild um but yeah um i don't know if he'll go to jail or what the sentence is uh uh so yeah it doesn't say what the um to convict under terrorism laws might not have anything to do with perfect example how scaremongering is used yeah it doesn't say what the what the the verdict um yeah i'm just trying to scan it yeah it doesn't say what the verdict will be oh here it is a guilty verdict can result into three months in jail and or a fine so um but still imagine your life disrupted for three months imagine some fine of some uh some various amount that you had to pay for essentially trying to exercise your rights as a citizen as a human being to say hey you can't violate my human rights i don't have to show you anything i'm not under investigation for anything right you don't have a warrant i'm not charging anything right you know i remember when they had that uh, that 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 terrorist uh attack quote unquote of that couple that shot up the workplace in california and they wanted apple to give them a tool to unlock all the phones and apple was like no no see you in court you know but uh somehow they got the phones unlocked so i don't know what happened uh let's see what else we got here let's Man, go to I hire somebody who used to work for you know they get they find their ways around shit somebody got it mm-hmm. all right they got it um anyway let's go to our segments just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play is fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different people and articles that make us feel fucked with and we'll assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay uh justin beaver vows to shine a light on racism
justin bieber has vowed to shine a light on racism the 23 year old singer has taken to instagram to share his support of the black lives matter movement claiming that whilst he doesn't know what it's like to face the same struggles people of color face he will do his part to stand up and make sure everyone is equal posting a picture of the black lives matter logo the sorry hit maker wrote i'm a white canadian i will never know what it feels like to be an african-american but what i do know is i'm willing to stand up and use my voice to shine light on racism because it's a real thing and it's more prevalent now than i have ever seen in my lifetime we are all god's children we are all equal uh justin's post comes after he was recently branded a good christian by hillsong church pastor carl lentz who claimed the star who has been the center of a number of controversies in the past was using his relationship with jesus to help navigate changes in his life carl said we don't pay him to attend he comes on his own is that is that not how all y'all church people are doing it am i did i get ripped off when i was going i know right was that some type of um payment did i didn't know some type of pay for play plan that uh didn't nobody tell me y'all y'all got gypped in y'all wanna uh y'all ain't wanna hook y'all ain't wanna hook your boy up huh okay okay all right i see how it is i see how it is um i think that justin is a good christian i don't think his problems are behind him but we all have to deal with other stuff to come his relationship with jesus is changing his life daily it is one of those things where you never really get it it takes a while to keep growing as a person every day he's getting older and with each chapter comes new growth that is what the conference is all about everyone here will buy a ticket and be part of it but he feels like it's a big part of his year justin has previously credited his relationship with god for helping him stay positive and turn his life around after previously running into trouble for his partying i just cannot help but think of the atlanta episode with black justin bieber y'all well he just turned around that hat at the press conference and was like i'm good now <laughs> and he was a whole new person <laughs> that's how that shit works oh man what a fucking great y'all just do not fucking understand how great atlanta was man i love that show oh, oh my god i'm mad we gotta wait till next year maybe the year after who knows that is some subversive ass beautiful comedy man anyway he wrote on his instagram account i'm not religious nor do i think i have anything figured out that's why i call out on god to help me through what i can't do on my own developing my relationship with god has been the coolest thing i've experienced to know that i'm not alone and i don't have to live in fear so there you guys go justin beaver he's on it gonna shine a light on that sizzle y'all this ain't in white people news Mm-mm, no this, this no they don't know this ain't no white people news black lives matter justin bieber the kid the same nigger on youtube talking about some talking about he gonna stop that racism you got damn right than fucking with black people zero to a hundred. Oh, a hundred fucking okay so one. then how can you dare ask how can you even pretend not to know of course it's a hundred justin bieber for real i'm gonna need to see you your work this is like a math problem i'm gonna need to see your work first i can't give you no good no credit on this one buddy mm-hmm i'm gonna need to see uh, uh, how you got to this end result i'm sure he apologized for saying the n-word as a kid i'm sure he did right i don't even need to look that up i'm sure he apologized because it was a big scandal but uh i'm just saying i'm gonna need i'm gonna need him to do be i'm gonna need you to be at some marches i'm gonna need you to give some money to some activists i'm gonna need you to bail some people out of jail I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna need you to do a little bit more than this Justin. i'm gonna need you to tweet a couple articles maybe you know take a picture with kaepernick stand with him i don't know i'm gonna need you to do something more than just be like i'm gonna shine the spotlight y'all i'm good now oh <laughs> niggas was like we don't fuck with you no more 
parents of teen accused in near hanging says it was a complete backyard accident Mm-hmm. remember we talked about the kid that got um we just i think we just barely talked about it but the kid that got uh essentially uh lynched by his white friends um he was a mixed baby right yeah he was okay yeah um but um uh, yeah he uh he uh oh wait i forgot to mention real quick um uh, that uh healthcare repeal bill got it, it failed again the graham cassidy bill to take down obamacare anyway congratulations yay you know until next time man right. do but just come back again like they're gonna keep trying until this shit get passed yeah this shit is stressful everybody got called all the congressmen and shit that's on the line on the fence every month I'll like every keep, couple keep months keep fucking doing it man but it's a lot you know but this is the reality people want it come on everybody was like fuck it they can't get no worse really really though really though yeah so um but uh what was i gonna say i uh, don't know 100 <laughs> uh oh yeah so this kid he got you know he got hung by these children that he was friends with and the parents of the children of the white kids are saying that um they was just playing at a picnic table and uh it's just a tragic backyard accident not motivated by race at all an interview with newsweek published saturday the teenager's parents eric sullivan and rihanna larkin said uh he tried to startle the eight-year-old boy into jumping off a picnic table not realizing the boy had a rope around his neck said her son was in tears describing what happened and tried to help the boy after he fell to the ground with a rope around his neck he couldn't apologize enough everyone was apologizing where they play like that at you remember playing those games as a kid karen and eight and eight and eight is intelligent enough like like you're not like a infant infant why the fuck does my child have rope around their neck you don't remember playing duck duck noose as a kid karen no i didn't play that game yeah uh yeah, yeah you yeah you eight a- eight is intelligent enough to be like what the fuck you doing with this rope around my neck i mean it's just a game kids you know they play hide mm-hmm. you never play hide and lynch Mm-mm. Mm. no i never play hide go lynch Mm-mm. okay all right i guess it's just me it is, honey that's all just you what about hangman you never play hangman I have so that. you play hangman this is just some extreme hangman you can't get no, nothing wrong gotta get this no, right this is a stick figure I you, play, yeah, you, know, you miss I, too many too many of these now and then extreme hangman you don't really die the game don't play uh yeah no reset you can't erase this one i used to play these when i was a kid lynching jacks y'all remember lynching jacks Mm-mm. y'all you never played the lynching jacks Mm-mm. Mm. what you playing like jumping jacks or something yeah uh that's what the punks play Mm-hmm. uh yeah so so you ain't played double hang instead of double dutch nah nope i know uh yeah i played double hang all the time take the ropes instead of instead of jumping over them you uh do lynching ropes instead of jumping ropes we be talking about your childhood then uh y'all play three-legged relay races no you never did three-legged relay races i've seen it have I yeah seen? see everybody did three-legged relay races no not racist race uh what about hangball y'all ever did hangball you take Mm-mm. you take that pole it's got a rope with a ball on it but you tie it around your neck and you swing yourself until you die Mm-mm. nope uh what about hot mulatto 
that's what they was playing hot mulatto because that kid was interracial it was multiracial so it was a hot mulatto it was kind of like hot potato but you see who gets caught hanging the little mixed race baby who gets caught hanging him the longest and then that person loses and goes to jail for a hate crime so it, that one's tough uh and if you y'all were playing the pool that game marco ropo you gotta you close your eyes you gotta well you the black person close their eyes and then they say marco and then the other people put a rope around the neck and kill them kill the eight-year-old baby that's what they tried to do you know that game i guess it's just me all right i guess this was my childhood um we need to have a discussion no okay y'all never play uh <laughs> i play uh pin the rope on the donkey no nobody's done that one just me okay uh his grandmother said the group had thrown rocks at him and used racial slurs several days before the near hanging couldn't apologize enough everyone was apologizing the eight-year-old boy's grandmother said the teenager was part of a group that taunted him with racial slurs and pushed him off the table the boy was treated at a hospital for neck injury. so let's not believe the victim right because he didn't die y'all the lucky for everybody the boy's still alive yeah that's the thing you when you have a lot of victim they can tell the story who the fuck is racist nobody is like, anybody racist nope. is any is you can hang a kid <laughs> hang a little black kid and still be like and he was he was crying so hard he would never do something like that i mean sure he threw rocks at him the day before and called a nigger but he would never go this far this is too much uh larkin and sullivan said their son had been mixed up with another boy insisting he doesn't even know what a racial slur is let me guess doesn't have a racist bone in his body what do these racist bones even look like they just have swastikas on them in the x-ray like what is (laughs) oh no i broke my racist bone and now i think everybody's equal what the fuck uh (laughs) i gotta get this healed right away i do have a racist bone in my body um yeah uh amid the publicity around the boys hanging larkin said his life has been a complete hell you know the real victim she said that she had been assaulted twice and her 12 year old daughter was jumped uh by two other children at school she also said she received 32 hateful voicemails and more than 130 threats on voice facebook after an anti-racism gathering in claremont a mostly white town someone on facebook told me my entire family should be hung in the town square while everyone watched and that my youngest son should go first so i would know the pain of what it's like the like the other family does sullivan said they're getting death threats we have to worry about our kids leaving the house like every other black family in the world well okay the case is being reviewed by the state attorney general office to determine whether it's constituted a hate crime or a civil rights violation larkin said she hopes to find peace in our community that there will be no more hate crimes against us in retaliation for something that was a complete backyard accident i just wish that it all could stop the trauma that little boy went through hanging by that rope is enough he's never going to forget it more than 100 people holding hands and singing we shall overcome gathered at the park september 12th to offer support to the eight-year-old boy's family um yeah all right um a hundred for me. Yeah, but Sarah gave my score. Yeah, Karen already gave her score, guys, and it's a yeah, hundred. This is why I'm so thankful I don't have kids. Cause I don't know how I would respond if I look at my child that I love very dearly, 
with rope marks around his motherfucking neck mm-hmm um the racist signs get a vendor banned from central indiana show uh mike salter said he has worked his hardest for more than 20 years to make the annual ducktail run rod and custom car show a family friendly friendly event where everyone feels welcome uh that's why the 76 year old still has trouble putting into words the anger and disappointment he felt when he learned that a vendor at the event last weekend in gas city was selling a variety of offensive items that harken to the country's darkest period of racial segregation 23 years and all the hard work and one stupid idiot could ruin the whole show and i don't even know about it one stupid guy who has nothing to do with the car show i don't know his name or where he's from i don't know want to know but i guarantee that he won't be back ever again the vendor's merchandise became more widely known through ashia woods who attended the car show she shared a video on saturday on facebook showing all the items being sold at the man's booth uh some of the signs on sale said things such as colored seated in the rear and uh public swimming pool whites only who's buying that sign in 20 what huh uh the pictures of african-americans holding watermelons and selling syrup similar in style to the little black sambo books and cartoons in the early 20th century old collector's items mm-hmm. got to have those who who buys that somebody you must be real certain no black people come to your house you know what i mean if you put oh, you were collecting for a museum this will go good over my noose in the living room i got to get this let me get two of them whites on the signs mm-hmm. with that <laughs> with their white pride wallpaper Mwah! <laughs> uh whether the items were signs from that time or recently created items in that style is unclear wood said just as shocking as the items was the vendor's response to them when confronted the owner was just really nonchalant about it he was like if y'all want to buy anything let me know there was literally a whole section toys too wood said in a facebook message to the indie star literally nobody even batted an eye except a group of white girls who were upset about it they confronted the owner and told me he yelled at them and that his wife said it was just history no big deal and to calm down oh i wonder where the swastika signs were Woods video was eventually shared on the DuckTail Run Facebook page early Saturday. Salter said he saw the post about 6 a.m. and reached out to his crew. I tell the guys to call me when the, all the tents start opening and call me if they see anything. Maybe in 15, 20 minutes later, I get a call saying, hey, you better get down here. When Salter made it back down to the vendor area, the booth was still closed and only Coca-Cola and similar vintage signs were hanging in plain view. But after a little more digging, he found some of the offensive line, signs laying flat on the opposite side of the vendor's tent right because so even he knew to be ashamed and to not put that it wasn't just history then Mm -mm. and he realized somebody had notified the owner because he know otherwise he wouldn't have been able to uh bring the booth out when i talked to the vendor he said if it offends you i won't sell them i'll just put them up i said no you will put them up you will get this tent out of here and you will never come back the damage has already been done right Salter said while he is still sickened by the display the sharing of the video line led to action being taken he added that he wishes someone would have alerted him or another volunteer to the situation sooner if someone would have told me wednesday he would have been gone wednesday he said Salter said part of the reason the vendor's identity isn't readily available is that he did not sign a contract Salter said that about 100 vendors attend the event and operators of smaller vendors like the booth in question are not required to sign a contract to do business going forward that will change and vendors of all sizes will have to sign a contract agreeing to no offensive 
material for sale or on display come on i don't blame them uh zero to a hundred uh, um a zero because i i don't blame him you know it's one of those things where he's like look i run this function uh and i got alerted and this happened i wish somebody would have told me earlier he reviewed his policies and was like oh so these are no 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 we don't care who the fuck you are we got to know who you are and why you're here i'm surprised this wasn't already a policy that you know every every vendor this own site but because this might be something traveling i don't know that they might not always know uh so yeah i, I i'm not he took action he told him to pack his shit up and leave i don't have a problem with this uh yeah i would give it uh 50 because the original infraction is 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 unforgivable and terrible i can't believe Correct. that person thought that was all right um but well, yeah uh, for them but a zero for the owner but yeah for yeah them. the owner didn't do anything wrong i mean he took care of it as soon as he was notified i mean oh yeah that person gets a hundred uh, yeah i don't even know if he was the owner or volunteer whatever you know shout out to the person that posted online sometimes it's the best way to get shit done like i ain't got time to fight and argue with y'all to help y'all cover up y'all little secret look get this shit off of here uh at any rate um last one pennsylvania fire chief called steelers coach mike tomlin a no good nigger over nfl protest hmm, you know what i'm saying yeah 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 the old word there mm-hmm. i'm sure there's no black towns uh black homes in the uh county to ever catch on fire i'm sure that'll be fine fire chief of pennsylvania has apologized oh he apologized well i guess it's all water under the bridge Mm-mm. you know we all have our moments <laughs> He apologized for calling Steelers coach Mike Tomlin a no good nigger after his team did not come out on the field for the national anthem during Sunday's game against the Chicago Bears. Who knew that that was uh, the result of not coming out to the anthem? CBS Pittsburgh reports that Paul Smith, the chief of the volunteer fire department of Cecil Township, Pennsylvania, posted on Facebook that Tomlin just added himself to the list of no good niggers for his decision. Oh, there's a list. Who all's ah, on that list? Right. How long is this list? Another one of the. Let me give, give me my list. Give me my pen. I gotta add Mike Tomlin. Let's see. Right below Bomani Jones and Jamel Hill. These no good niggers. Uh, what is that? One hundred and one. Yes, sir. It is. Now, see, Ray Lewis came out on two knees because he wanted to pray for the country uh to jesus uh during the anthem so i won't put him either on that or he was gonna suck donald trump's dick so i'm gonna put him on the good niggers list and my hand my good niggers pen thank you thanks honey uh <laughs> yes in my scenario this guy has a wife that hands him his nigger pens that's correct mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> somebody doing the work uh-huh yeah they don't never be out there alone it's somebody organizing yes i said it he added on facebook afterwards Many people in the town reacted angrily to why to his post. It said it was inappropriate for a town official to spout racism. Now listen, uh, if you want to be racist in your private home, that's fine. But as an elected town official, <laughs> anyway, I'm yeah, com- that's what you're saying basically. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm completely upset, especially for a town like this coming from the fire chief. That's disrespectful. My eyes said Dylan Paresco. Pareso, I don't agree with this one bit. Smith apparently realized that he made a big mistake as he quickly sent a message to CBS Pittsburgh apologizing. I am embarrassed about this. Okay. <laughs> Boy, is there egg on my face right now? <laughs> if you can see my face, it's so red. Uh, in my neck, it was already red, but I'm, just, anyway. Uh, I am embarrassed at this. I want to apologize. I was frustrated and angry at the Steelers not standing the anthem. This has nothing to do with the fire department. I regret what I said. Well, 
that's a zero for me then all forgiven he uh he regrets what he said his bad his mistake Mm-mm. uh karen a hundred you're still gonna give him a hundred he apologized i don't think <laughs> he didn't lose his job didn't get suspended I no just okay you get a goddamn 100 he just lost his temper for a second Karen. You, you never lose your temper just for a second and you just slip into racist veil nope okay Man, black people just racist for breathing hard get the fuck out of here jason whitlock give him a good nigger pen uh a hundred obviously i'm just joking guys uh lastly Tar- i forgot this is not the that wasn't the last one this is the last one clarence thomas finally got honored inside the new african-american history museum after several lawmakers complained about him not being included so they opened up the coons section and they put him in there guys get one paragraph and a small picture uh good for him good for him it was always a huge i think they should have a whole coon section i don't think it should just be him i think sheriff clark should be in there herman kane should be in there uh what's that doctor uh ben carson ben carson asked me to be in there just a coon section like don't call it the coon section obviously <laughs> but just you know <laughs> conservatives blacks or something like that you know conservative black legends just put all the all the cool larry elder should be in there let's put jason whitlock in there charles barkley should be in there just put them all in one little one little room to the side and we just all go oh yeah that's that's them now you going to the cool section no i'm not going yeah i'm I'm gonna just stay out here i'm just put it by the bathroom you know so you know just (laughs) i'm not spending three hours while i could do that section you can put it put it right next to the slaves you know Mm-mm. push them all off to see <laughs> oh the clue section would be so good i'll take so many pictures oh look at me and i'm russell stand up doll little statue oh shit look at me <laughs> me and state racy trash just me and racy trash sitting in here talking bad about you black folks come on uh all right all right let's get to guest the race guys i know you guys are getting sick of us talking about these coons i don't blame you anyway congratulations clarence thomas congratulations <laughs> now that it's time for some coon him very much it's <laughs> time now that it's time for some guest the race now that it's guest the race time that's right it's time for a guest the race don't want to show go across the land find different articles that uh are crimes and shit and then we make you guess the race and the audience plays along <laughs> and uh all of our artists is racist all right <laughs> i don't know if you ever play this at the podcon no we gotta no. do, <laughs> do, do white people news they're not ready they're not ready we might not do white people news uh no i'm gonna do white people news at podcon i can't do guess the race no we can't do i don't need them the saying racist shit Mm-mm. i don't even want to know white people that listen to this play along y'all better not be too good <laughs> y'all better just stick to the stick to the colors and not the slurs Martian, green uh let's see here um not what god wanted a texas woman Things that she was fired by a doctor because she is an ungodly single mom. Mm-mm-mm. Ain't that some shit? A Texas doctor and his wife are the subject of a federal lawsuit alleging that they forced employees to attend daily 
bible readings oh god this already sounds like the worst fucking job in the world yeah we're guessing the race of the doctor not the woman guys right um (laughs) and they fired staffers because they were ungodly uh, according to Dallas Morning News, Dr. Tim Shepard of Louisville is being sued by four former employees alleging they were forced to participate in religious indoctrination even after attempting to beg off, citing religious differences. The suit alleges that former employees Almeida Gibson, Courtney Maldano, Stacey O'Laughlin, and Joshua Stoner were compelled to attend religious meetings to begin the workday against their wishes. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man you know you ain't say that during the interview well I, oh i lied so you go to church i mean we're gonna help me get this job sure and then you get that's like uh we like to start every day with a morning prayer service like oh come on man yeah you ain't tell me this i said no make sure you get here at 7 45 don't clock in but get here at 7 45 we open at 8 but we got 15 minutes of prayer uh it probably was all passive aggressive with the prayers lord please help bernadette organize the files in the correct manner she is struggling oh she is struggling so hard i mean what school did she go to lord we don't know your prayers can only tell her we can only hope that you had an answer and let's help james get back from the bathroom a little bit faster lord jesus in your name i pray 15 minute breaks is too long are you in there why are you taking your phone you don't need to take your phone to use the bathroom okay and and lord help alvita when she's warming up fish in the microwave i pray this to you because it the fish stinks it doesn't need to be microwaved okay just you eat it one time and that's it you microwave it at home if you got it it's in here the patients can't the patients hate that lord jesus okay all right and lord finally help susan stop dressing like a slut okay all right we don't need to see these little skirts and and stuff in our office jesus uh we're just uh all right i mean she's an ungodly whore she has a sing. she's a single mom because she can't keep a man lord please bring a man into her life so she can stop hoeing on these streets okay she's out here uh, shaking that thing you know what she's doing anyway jesus um let's get to work everybody ready to start today uh they typically begin each morning with a reading or study of biblical verses and principles and include a discussion discussion how religious principles could be related or applied to their personal lives of the employees these mandatory means were usually led by the business owners dr timothy shether and his wife virginia shepherd the suit notes that maldano who was transferred from a supervisory job to a medical assistant position after she told the shepherds that she believed it was wrong to require employees to attend meetings at which a specific religion is discussed in such detail right yeah what happened if you show up and be like well i'm actually muslim well look we invite muslims to prayer meeting just come on in right. buddy i'm atheist <laughs> well uh you know what ain't no that mean you ain't got no laws against coming in to our meeting so you got to come on in come on buddy Mm-hmm. Any other uh any other excuses? <laughs> any other excuses? Yeah, that's what I imagine is happening. Everything is an excuse. Uh listen, buddy. Okay, you're gonna get this Jesus, whether you want it or not. So <laughs> you so you better come on the card. Stop playing. Uh <clears throat> yeah, the um the day after Miss Maldonado Maldonado's transfer, the shepherds called a meeting with Miss Maldonado, and the employee said she had supervised as clinical supervisor and told the group that 
miss maldonado had been removed from that position because she was not leading them properly was not following christ and was not seeing shepherd's vision the complaint explains before adding the following week in the early march 2016 miss shepherd called miss maldonado and another employee to her office and told them both that they needed to be more godly and watch the feet of others they didn't join a church they 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 just want a paycheck dog imagine having to wash a motherfucker's feet at your job bruh j-o-b i ain't a nun i ain't signed up to work at christ ministries Mm -hmm. i signed up to do doctor work Mm -hmm. oh i know people is dying left and right naked uh ma'am now i would give you this birth control but uh i don't think jesus would want that then we both know you just need to close your legs all right have a good day uh <laughs> we're gonna pray over this knife wound okay we're just gonna pray over it uh we're not gonna give you medicine it makes the spirit weak uh it, come in, nancy come in here and wash your feet that's all she need get them oils and uh wash your feet and we'll be fine put them in some epsom salt she'll be all right as for stone he claims in the suit he was fired after refusing miss shepherd's insistence that he attend premarital counsel because he was living with his girlfriend you mean in sin what the fuck does got to do with the goddamn job and you're living in sin karen you gotta anyway zero to a hundred that's not a fucking big just kidding karen just guess the race gotcha gotcha buddy guess the race of this doctor oh it's still a hundred and they white all right let me check the chat room and see what they believe i don't think uh karen uh asked y'all yet uh white joel osteen well then he wouldn't let him up in the job <laughs> no just <kidding. laughs> ah anyway at least uh he let them in the building like his pastor joel osteen white benny him hen uh no good wigger white white joel osteen don't care about black people white the correct answer is white (laughs) you guys all got it right congratulations he was white um and his hair dog he he liked the worst kind of white that old fake hair just uh look at him Mm-mm-mm. disgusting out here telling people what to do with their Ooh, lives what is happening right don't you like he gonna sell you some spiky like and i'm not just a client i'm not just the owner i'm the client right. too he on some kind of 2 a.m infomercial right oh goodness uh you too can look just like this don't go to DeVry go to the Jesus the Jesus College helped me get my a bungling drug dealer Ebony Lara Holland Harris used fake police lights to get to court to get to court to get to court Karen I didn't make it on time a woman arrested for using fake police lights to speed through traffic because she was running late for court has been jailed for over fifty thousand dollars uh drug trafficking business the district court has sentenced ebony lara holland harris to more than three years in jail deeming her trafficking operation too serious for a suspended prison sentence Ah. in sentencing judge simon stretton 
said holland harris's downfall came about because she needed a lift to court and chose her motor transportation poorly you were detected in a car that was driving down main road north displaying flashing red and blue emergency lights she said you were in the front passenger seat and had told the driver you were running late for a court appearance police pulled a car over and noticed a samurai sword protruding from the boot but that's never good oh uh through the center fold down seat in the rear of the vehicle got some sore righteousness too right this prompted a full search of the car you were trafficking in a significant quality of very harmful illicit drugs holland harris 31 of norwood pleaded guilty to five counts of trafficking in a controlled drug and faced uh, a controlled drug and faced a maximum fifty thousand dollar fine 10 year jail term or both she was arrested at enfield in may 26 2016 uh inside of a blue kia sedan that used flashing police lights uh to move through traffic the car was being driven by benjamin michael stacy who was also charged over the incident uh guess the race of ebony uh what is it ebony lara holland harris black karen's going with black i'll get your guesses when we come back uh i gotta go to the next section real quick so nobody guessed yet uh we'll we'll get it right back when we're on screen um yeah it just ended so i'm going to the next section and starting it now karen no problem just give me one second man living dangerously real dangerous i mean i guess if you gotta get to court though i mean pretend to be the police are pretty i mean it's almost ingenious she didn't get caught you know probably could have made hella good time um she made great time uh (laughs) like probably can make some pretty good time doing that shit i mean assuming you don't get arrested by the police and pulled over uh but now you can guess the race chat room um sorry i had to cut y'all short there we got right up on the break um i don't know if we're having a bit of a delay or just people scared to guess oh, we have a little bit of delay okay. all right there you go named after her mama's favorite magazine black Karen, what'd you go with i forgot black karen went with black okay named after <laughs> ebony she named after ebony <laughs> ebony that nigga black says k-can uh anybody else guessing anybody else want to guess black says joe spacely black says petty shabazz black she thought if dms could do it so can i said tony styles Aww. uh her name is literally black but the audacity is white still going with black eve says black Mm-hmm. everybody went black and the correct answer is white you racist motherfuckers damn y'all racist what is wrong with y'all? Oh, God. Boo! It's really a damn shame how racist some of y'all are. It's really a damn shame. All oh, them black ass names, and she white. Listen, Ebony, uh, Ebony, uh, Lara Holland Harris is a white. Look at these pictures showing up yet yeah i know black harris's that's a white one though so you was wrong um so yeah that she had that caucasity that's how y'all should have known she sure did have the caucasity got arrested with all the drugs and, and a sword <laughs> and a sword just a dumbass Mm-mm-mm. all right let's go to the bonus round so you guys royally fucked that one up with your racist asses <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. sad Mm-mm. sad really it's gonna be a lot of white folks gonna get their names thrown in the trash like some niggas because they're gonna read it and make the assumption that i did mm-hmm. are you talking about for resumes yes okay cool i just wanted to elaborate on the joke all right 
Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race for the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is one and one, and so is everybody else. I know, right? Nobody saw that second one coming. Mm-hmm. Ebony, a white girl named Ebony. Anyway, right? uh, let's see if y'all can get the bonus round right. White girl named Ebony. We I didn't even know they white made White girl's those. name Lexus is Alexis soon. Well, there is white girl's name Alexis. That's not actually that rare. But a white girl named ah, Ebony is pretty rare. I see how they got that wrong, too. Um... You would have, but there's a lot of Alexis, uh, white girls out there. Anyway, a routine New England autumn chore turned deadly for a local father of two who was f- fatally attacked by a swarm of bees over the weekend. Eric Dahl, 48, was blowing leaves from his immaculately kept lawn in Carrie's way on Saturday afternoon where he was stung by a swarm of bees, his family said in a brief interview Monday. Dahl was rushed to the hospital by ambulance, uh, where he later died of what was believed to have been a heart attack oh her, uh, yeah allison doll his his uh wife said her husband was in great uh great health and then and they ran six miles together earlier that day he had no allergies to bee stings and had been stunned before with no ill effects he was a wonderful son and husband and he was a wonderful father carolyn romsey said of her son-in-law the couple have two daughters 14 year old emma and 12 year old casey allison said her husband a huge fan of all the new england sports teams enjoy taking their daughters to their own sporting events he loved boston sports he was a huge huge fan he loved to exercise eric was a system analyst at fidelity investments north smithfield rhode island office and a dedicated employee he never took a sick day the family said that they have received tremendous support from their town in their time of grief foxborough fire chief roger hatfield who did not disclose the details of the medical emergency said three paramedics instead of two were on the ambulance which uh went to the hospital our hearts and prayers go out to the entire family Dahl's sudden passing came a day after the news spread of a 49-year-old father, William Scassia, who authorities say killed his six-year-old son, Anthony, before returning the gun on self. Seven, what does that have to do with anything? The house was that where the tragedy occurs about half a mile off from his house. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, they also found unrelated a Facebook post where he was talking shit about Beyonce. So I don't know. Never used to the personal. I don't want to say what it was, but it could be anything. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway Karen guess the race what do you believe his race is I'm sorry like, I shouldn't be making jokes this soon after he died I'm sure it stings sorry this is very inappropriate anyway guess the race honey <laughs> he is white like kanye say he the jerk off to never take a day off fidelity mm. gonna miss him let's check the chat room and see what they uh what they think the race is um <laughs> uh should be in the coon section for coming for queen b black says eve white chris farley and tommy boy white is that what they mean by bees in the trap mm. ah! um white we don't mess with bees his death was appalling ha <laughs> white <laughs> you get the 
that's a good one that's that's a really that good was one. good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was a little bit coney myself <laughs> I have got to stop these jokes. Oh, I can't stop. I'm sorry. That wasn't even good. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Patriot fan. B. I guess Dead his White. death was a little waxy. Oh, right. I don't know what that means. He's wax. Oh, no, I know. I know. I don't know what a waxy death means. <laughs> it ain't got to make sense, y'all. That was, uh, y'all that was, know mine don't make no sense. Sometimes. That was a classic Karen fun. Ah! I don't know. I what told that you I don't follow no pun rules. Mm-mm. You do not normally wax philosophical. That's true. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Y'all know I don't know the pun rules. <laughs> uh, Patriot fan, white, white. I believe he's white. Says uh, T'Challa. The correct answer is you guys were all right except for that one person. He was definitely a white person. I mean, he's from Boston. You guys should have known. One person did miss it, though. They said black. So close. So far. So close. Yeah, they're talking about he healthy. I don't care how healthy you are. You get stung by enough bees, it'll take you out of here. Yeah, and if you have a heart attack, you know, like. Might have been a reaction to the bees. Yeah, and that's why I don't go outside okay that's that's the danger all y'all athletic people live going out there and facing them bees i don't know what's wrong with you i don't fuck with the bees i do like to get out there and run but i don't fuck with the bees now Mm -hmm. that's they all say but the bees don't give a fuck (laughs) bees gonna be they're gonna do what they do so it might be the day the bees fuck with you (laughs) (laughs) i'll be running then Mm -hmm. they'll be like oh you look like a flower to me Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I don't, I've learned my lesson. I don't wear flowery, like bright flowery clothes, and I don't wear bright, uh, smell like a fucking uh, rose petal mm-hmm. bush. I did that one time, honey. Bees was was, was uh, bumping into me all goddamn day. Yeah, I try to stay out of uh, what the bees are doing with the government and stuff. Try to get it, try not to get involved in politics. <laughs> enough uh sword <laughs> ratchet is time you guys know what's going on these swords in the street you gotta do what we can to stop it Mm-mm-mm. uh you think that dude in the last story was in the hip-hop you might have been a b-boy <laughs> all, right, all right that was terrible all right uh, you know what he been he might have been about that bee's knees he was the bee's knees <laughs> there's worse ways to die he could have died by beheading <laughs> all right that was a swarm of puns no i'm not even gonna play it i'm not even gonna play it <laughs> We're, d- we're done now guys you can come back sorry about that um 
let's see what happened uh wait what's going on with the ads on the site why is it you know i'm just gonna go back to here and click on this again uh a schoolboy 15 was stabbed to death with a samurai sword in a revenge attack 15 year old schoolboy has been stabbed to death in south london the second to be knifed to death in the capital in just 24 hours witnesses claim jermaine gupal was killed with a samurai sword in a revenge attack over a confrontation just hours earlier paramedics rushed to the scene in thornton heath but were unable to save the youngster who was pronounced dead shortly before midnight he's the 15th teenager to be fatally stabbed in london this year following the death of an eight-year-old who was killed in southwark in the early hours yesterday a friend named malachi uh today paid tribute to the 15 year old he said he was a caring boy and a good friend he was a good footballer i'm devastated jermaine lived in the, with his father stanley an electrician uh his mother uh, adeline notice uh who lives in north london said today she could not speak about her son's death residents today told how they tried to save the boy who was fatally stabbed in, in georgia road <clears throat> they said there had been a violent clash at the same spot just hours earlier and claim the boy was stabbed with a samurai sword in a revenge attack Bilal Zavar 27 said two in two teenagers on a moped were chased off by a gang wielding lumps of wood uh yesterday afternoon uh lumps of wood anyway the, the businessman that's a quantity Damn. that's a quantity of wood I've never heard of a lump, lump. of wood mm, I don't know what Is that, that like was. slang for a bat or something uh the businessman claimed the pair returned in a car armed with a martial arts weapon and attacked the boy he told the standard there was a clash in the afternoon to say the local boy chased off two lads who were not from from around here they were chased them chasing them with swinging bits of wood um they came back later and attacked the local boys one lad in a light tracksuit hid under my neighbor's car i saw him there he was cowering and frightened for his life the boy stabbed the other teenager with a sword and they were wearing balaclavas he said there's a lot of turf issues around here it's bad one resident told how he raced to the scene after hearing the victim's desperate screams for help the man who asked not to be named told the standard i heed the boy screaming help help from the road near my house i uh happened to be outside at the time i looked over and there was a boy on the ground i ran over and by the time i got there his cries had stopped he was conscious but looking to be slipped slipping away he added it was a terrible thing to see and after his initial cries for help he said nothing it was a horrendous horrendous thing to see dominic tran 67 lives near the crime scene said gangs of teenagers have been making residents lives hell he said there have been lots of problems here they hang around and it's very intimidating when my daughter has to pass them on the way home from work she is scared they make our lives hell we complained about the signs they were putting up telling groups not to loiter last night i heard the sirens and looked out a group were around the boys devastating for all of us so it might have been some gang shit that escalated somebody dying by sword anyway sword hadn't been involved have some good sword legislation some restrictions some responsible sword ownership still be alive and that's what matters here guys all right man we'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the week thank you so much for listening to us we appreciate it uh enjoy this is us tonight uh i practice already uh i've been laying home in my bed all day curled up in fetal position just practicing you guys hopefully you guys are ready for uh me and bossy recapping doing this too much um until then i love you i love you too